goddamn creatures in the night. They never learn. Suddenly, I heard a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. What are you doing now? You heard me rapping, right? You trespassing. And you owe me a fucking new door. Warning, what you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Alright guys, welcome back. Got time again. Happy Trashoween. Last year we did uh what did we do last year? It was uh The Underrated Horror Countdown. Alright, and we're gonna do what are we gonna do this year? This year it's Trashoween, a new holiday we've just invented where we dig garbage out of a dumpster and put it on our faces and wander around the neighborhood. Was not consulted about. No, no, no. That's not right. That was something else I was working on. Okay. No, Trashoween is a mega blockbuster episode of the Trash Heap where we talk about uh, a few horror Halloween movies that uh, you're not watching. Maybe you should, and maybe you still should continue not to watch. We're gonna get to the bottom of it. That's for sure. So we got me. We got Keith. We have a special guest here today, too. Yeah, this week uh, our guest is Lauren Linsky, and she is the photographer who snapped a photo of us uh, doing a uh, Stephen King's It-type scene uh, in a basement. Lauren, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we get into all of this... uh, this is your special time to do some plugs. So oh, tell yeah. the tell the world Shameless about your, plug, sure. your website or whatever you I, got going on. Yeah, I'm a portrait photographer in Seattle, and you can find me at Lauren Elise. That's E L Y S E. dot C O. That's it. That's the juice. That's all. That's all we need. All right. So yeah, uh, hit her up on the World Wide Web, and maybe you too can get your own creepy basement photos. All right, well, now we got that out of the way. Uh, we're going to talk about three movies today. We're going to talk about Boo, A Medea Halloween, The Crow, and The Midnight Hour. That's right. Uh, we're going to do it in a, kind of a different format than normal. We're going to have timed segments. So it's going to be everything you like and don't like about this, these movies in 10 minutes or less. Yeah, it's going to be a lightning round type free-for-all. So get ready for a rapid-fire barrage of... Thoughts and opinions that likely won't make any sense unless you're a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So first up, we're going to do Medea first. Yes, boo, a Medea Halloween. So what is, uh, before we get into the juice, what is this movie? Uh, Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a suburban dad is concerned about his daughter attending a college frat party on Halloween, and in order to stop her, he calls in a... Uh, elite squad of elderly people to get in her way and one of those people is uh, the character uh, Medea who is a uh, no-nonsense rough-around-the-edges grandmother uh, who doesn't take any shit from uh, kids from or ghosts. kids adults police really anybody nice all right so let me get the timer ready and go all right well I hated this movie hated it hated it so it's my first Medea movie. Keith, 
I don't know if you know this, Elliot. Keith really loves Medea. Really? I did not know yes, that. I really, think Medea is fantastic. Yeah, he really loves Medea. How many Medea movies have you seen? Uh, more than a few. <laughs> All right. So this is my first one. And the only thing that I noticed is all of the YouTubers in this movie. YouTubers? Yeah. People. What, what is a YouTuber? <laughs> a YouTuber, I guess, is a content creator on the format called YouTube. Hmm. And some of them get paid to do so. And, yeah, it's just... They're just populating this movie's cast, yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, like Tyler like Perry who? couldn't afford a normal, you know, up-and-coming actors and actresses. They brought out people from YouTube. And some of them is uh, Yusuf Ekarat from FoosieTube. Uh, you'll know him as the main fraternity guy, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Epic. That guy? <laughs> yeah. And then there's Jimmy Tatro, who is also special on uh, just some broy dude in the back, but he's on American Vandal on Netflix. Oh. Right? Yeah. Which is actually a funny that show. That was a good show. Yeah. And then you got Liza Koshi, uh, who's an amazing improviser on YouTube now. She was on Vine before it died. And, uh, she plays that Christian timid girl, which mm-hmm. is weird because she's so big and loud. And uh-huh. and then you've got Brock O'Hearn, the man bun guy, the male oh. male model. Mm-hmm. So, but do you think that you think he was these uh, YouTubers were chosen solely for their ch- cheapness, or do you think Tyler Perry was like? I think oh, he's this like a grandpa. Kind of, was he's he like, like he's like this is hip thing. These are what the kids like is these YouTube videos. Probably. I'm gonna get them in my movie. Probably, probably like, to stay and, relevant. And they stay and they work for cheap. So I killed two birds with one stone type of thing. Probably, but I feel like he's kind of like a grandpa type. I grew up. I got lucky. Got my lucky break. Let me give you guys a lucky sure. break. Yeah, it was nice of not, him. Didn't work out. Didn't work. They're they're good and they're like five minute segments on YouTube, but for a full feature length movie, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I disagree. I think this is that's a fresh idea from, uh, even though he's older in age, he's a uh, still a fairly young director. Mm-hmm. And uh, and since this movie came out in two thousand sixteen, I think that's a pretty pretty sharp addition to uh, what amounts to be a pretty fun Halloween movie or... that also has a few lessons about family and parenting and what it means to be a teenager in the modern day. Uh, along the way well i'm gonna be a completely honest that i did not watch this movie in its entirety i was watched some clips on youtube and uh i don't know i found the clips themselves to be kind of hard to get through i actually my the way this i would talk about this is more not just about boo and medea halloween but just about medea in general it's, i'm actually very surprised that you have such a fondness for medea i looked up how many medea movies there were with tyler perry in drag as an old woman and there's somewhere between 8 to 20. It was kind of hard to decipher which ones were actually movies and some which ones were just... Some are plays. Some are plays that are filmed that's, live. That's how Tyler Perry right. uh, really got his big break. As they There's know. at least eight full-on uh, like theatrical movies, and then other ones are just plays that have been like videotaped and released to DVD. But that, to me, is very baffling. Uh, I do have some personal experience with Tyler Perry, and Medea. Yeah, you're a big fan of the Alex Cross character. I love As created by Tyler Perry. Only as created by Tyler Perry. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, but I was also... Tr- I was tr- attempting to get a cease and desist letter from 
uh, Tyler Perry's people because I kept photoshopping myself into pictures with him. Yeah, this went on for the better part of two years. Yeah, and it was all of us doing, you know, just from weird to like pretty inappropriate things together and I was like kept tagging him in all the photos and I was like come on come on get a cease and desist get a cease and desist because because what hurt for what hurtford who is far less famous and you think would want the exposure shut me down way way quicker yes than uh, Tyler Perry did and what it culminated in was not getting a cease and success but the official boo media Instagram following me on Instagram you're a super fan right so the fact that it seemed more like they were more they enjoyed it and we're like, hey, we'll throw this kid a bone and follow him on Instagram. Let's see what else he's going to do next. I think that just goes in part, like, my grandpa theory. I think he wants to, like... Yeah, and I just wanted him yeah. to tell me to stop. Like a stern grandpa. <laughs> and he encouraged me. You want Medea to tell you right. to stop. Yeah, I want Medea to tell me to <laughs> well, knock this off. What he really off. wanted to do was clap you on the shoulder and say, that's a job well done, son. I'm very proud of what you've accomplished, and I, I'd like to see you expressing yourself creatively. Yeah, I Because that's exactly what he's doing... Through the Medea character and through characters like right. Grandpa Joe. But Medea's also angry. He's always yelling at people to stop doing things. So I wanted to receive a formal letter, preferably written as Medea. Oh, you from, wanted from, him to, to connect with you in character. I mean, I, I, I just wanted, like, some, I wasn't expecting him to actually write the letter, but his legal team to write the letter on his behalf. You know, even just an email, just like, hey, kid, knock this off. Uh... But it never happened. It never happened. They just well, maybe encouraged he'll, me to do maybe it Maybe this show will make its way to him, and you'll finally get the closure on that that you were looking for. It's possible. I hope so. I'll have my fingers crossed. Either him or Medea, either one. Now, I'd say, though, in the context of Halloween, Medea is not only a comedy character, but the voice of people who don't put up with any foolishness on the spookiest <laughs> day of the year. Right. You know, it's not everyone wants to dress up as a ghoul and go skulking around the streets Medea, in the darkness. Or Medea does know. not strike me as a character who who would endorse an activities that are like Halloween. No, she she enjoys the happiness and the glee of the children, but like I said, she doesn't tolerate any foolishness. And mm-hmm. if you check the movie out, you'll see why. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people are on Medea's side. There's and also- she's 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 an aggressive and an outspoken kind of character. Uh, and I think that works in her favor. Hmm. Do you think, uh, or not do you think, are you going to go see, there's a new Medea movie that just came out this weekend. Without question. You're going to go see it in the theater? Oh, yeah. Did you see question. the first one in the theater? I did not. I wasn't able to, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That was a time in my life where I wasn't venturing out to the movies too I, much. I hear this one is like kind of a summer or camp uh, type. If there's more violence, I would definitely be down for that. I bet it's going to be playful. It's not. There's going to be no gore I mean, in a, I know, in a like, Dia movie. Just more. There was just nothing. What I expected this movie to be, you know, it, it, it. There's two pranks, right? There's like the prank from the fraternity brothers. There's a prank that Medea plays on the fraternity brothers, and I was thinking for more pranks, but it wasn't really anything. Just two pranks is not enough to create like a vibe of a Halloween. Movie no, the to focus me. really is the the family drama and mm. and the tale of growing up with Halloween as a backdrop and well, a, a framing. What I will say, what I do like about these uh, Medea Halloween movies is they seem like they're uh, even for a Medea movie, they seem like they're a joke. It doesn't seem like this is something that would actually happen. It seems like this would be a Saturday Night Live skit. About a fake movie that's coming out, they're like, "Oh, it's a Medea Halloween," but then it actually happened not once, 
but twice. I mean, that just goes to show Tyler Perry is cooking up forward-thinking, marketable ideas that the movie-going masses want to see. Does you also think it's... Uh, this is also veering off a little bit from the actual just Medea movies, but or this particular media movie, Tyler Perry in general. You think it's odd that he has his... He's, he keeps making Medea movies, Medea movies, Medea movies. That's all he's really known for. But then every now and then he'll show up in a tiny, super serious role in a movie. Like he was the lawyer in uh, Gone Girl. And uh, he had that weird like little part bit part as the, uh, the Starfleet instructor in Star Trek. I mean, I think that's just him spreading his wings creatively. Yeah, but this I mean, is a man who's passionate about performance. I agree with that. He really sinks his teeth into every role he's involved in. And sure, the Medea movies uh, have become his his calling card because that's very marketable and people love it. But he can't just stick to that. I see. Yeah, a man in drag portraying an older woman. Isn't that a movie? What's like wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's interesting when you think about it in that way. Brain fart. It's full on. We'll just cut that part out. That's great. Yeah, we're cutting you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Retroactively. Well, that's time anyway, guys. That was ten minutes. Okay. What's the final verdict? Uh, sure. Watch it. I don't care. Watch it if you have children. Under the age of 18. If you want to teach your kids a lesson they'll never forget, watch Boo, A Medea Halloween. All right, so up next we have The Crow. Uh, so what, that was a 1994, um, pretty infamous movie because Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee, died while making the movie. And it's become somewhat of a cult classic. Yeah, his greatest performance uh, of his short yet incredible career incredible is debatable but anyway so starting the clock and we're going to talk about the crow so i really hate this movie is the crow before you get into your your anti-crow rant is the crow a halloween movie it could be considered a halloween movie because while it's a kind of an action comic book movie it doesn't take place on halloween yeah it's sort of the the halloween adjacent uh Devil's Night, right, and uh, which was a big, uh, for some reason in the '90s, filmmakers were very into this concept of Devil's Night. It it's almost like it became the Purge before the Purge was a thing. Like right, Devil's yeah. Night would be the night where crime and murder and occult rituals and violence. Uh, we're just running rampant. It was yeah. an excuse for people to go wild. Yeah, you could definitely consider this in the realm of of Halloween night movies, you know. Uh, but yeah, I really detest this movie. I detest how it's baffling to me that this movie is as popular as it is. Uh, it embodies so much of what I hate about movies in general. Um, I hate. Well, let's let's stop right there because that's touching on something important. You hate movies. No. You hate movies, you hate people that like movies, and yeah. you... Uh, I hate people, <laughs> hate sure. people that make movies. I hate people, sure, that's that's a given. Um, I, I'll say, okay, so this movie came out in 1994, and I think 1994 was a bad term for movies in general. And I would argue that it's the... Uh, 
It's a not often reached plateau in style. Bad style. Terrible style. This movie just looks like you you melted down a bunch of pennies and mixed them with water and just smeared that with that mixture over the camera lens. And that's what your movie looks like. I hate the way this movie looks. It looks like a really bad music video. Uh, I hate the bad action scenes. I hate the fact that Brandon Lee is not believable as a human being. I really hate how this is another one of those things where Goss try to make them look scary and frightening and dark and tough and not just lame. They're not. I, I've never understood this thing where it's like Goss are supposed to be creepy because they're the least creepy things I can ever think of in my life. It's like you. It, I don't know, man. It's just like oh, like he puts on that makeup and it's this white makeup with like a sad face and like that's supposed to scare me. That just looks sad. I mean, I, you kind of ever think about it like in high school. Um, and keep in mind, I was not a cool person in high school at all. Shocking. But, you know, like, there would be like... That's the, a revelation. There were like the goss kids who would be like have a top hat and like some Marilyn Manson shirt and they'd be like, hey man, am I blowing your mind? Like, are you freaked out? I'm like, no. I'm the opposite of having my mind blown or being freaked out at all. So it sounds to me like you're airing your emotional dirty laundry on this movie. No, these are just... This is just... This, Brandon what? Lee and... The people involved in making the crow are now a scapegoat to say, "I, hate I had my feelings hurt by a young man with a, a top hat when I was a kid, and now no, I did I'm not out my, for revenge. I did not have my feelings hurt at all. I probably hurt his feelings when he said, "Like, am I scary?" And I said, "No, you're not scary, man." Uh, I hate that. The action scenes in this movie are bad. It's not creepy. You actually take a kind of a cool concept of this guy returning from the dead to avenge his girlfriend's murder and brought back by creepy birds, and it's just completely wasted um which which action action scenes in particular I, they're, they're very generic to me i can't even really remember that i just remember watching them like these are not exciting action scenes uh i hate the fact that he re- recites edgar Allan poe's pose the raven even though he's the crow that doesn't make any sense that's like if you were the tiger and you sang uh, the lion sleeps tonight in the movie, the, the two completely different animals that are just roughly the same size, shape, and colors. Um, uh, uh, I had another reason I really hate this movie. Uh, oh, I hate the fact also there's no tension in the movie because you can't hurt the crow. He can't be injured, so he just goes around exacting revenge, and you're never at any time you feel like there's any sort of. Uh, Except for when they kidnap the crow, which is the source of his power, and mm. the villains do, and they have uh, sure, but I'll lead up the to, advantage. Leading up to that point, though, you know. no, but uh, leading up to that, you are just enjoying his revenge because there's so much time spent watching him and his girlfriend suffer, and everyone's sort of sad and and lonely, and their lives are garbage. Then, as soon as the crow comes back from the dead, he starts getting revenge, solving everyone's problems. And cheering everyone up. So you like the crow? He's not. I wouldn't say the the crow is a tragic character. I'd say the the crow is a very triumphant character. This is almost like rookie of the year if the kid had become the crow instead of getting a weird freak on. I would much rather watch that movie. What if like if the like if Brandon Lee this. came back and played baseball? Okay, so what if we swapped out Ernie Hudson, who's very likable in the yes, crow. he's my favorite part of he's the movie. He's very likable. What if we swapped him out with Gary Busey as his sort of crow coach? Was he? But I mean, once again, was he coaching him to play baseball? Was he like he's risen from the dead via crow, I put mean, on goth makeup, and is now a championship baseball player? Because I would one hundred percent watch that movie. Baseball and revenge are essentially the same thing. 
Well, I mean, yeah, but it's one. It's over 90 minutes of suffering <laughs> for everyone. I'm just saying that sounds like a more appealing movie to me. Did you ever watch The Crow, Lauren? No. All right, then. I've watched uh, Ong Bak, which is kind of, there's a crow person in that movie. What? Wow, that is a weird <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. But not in... The second you saw the Ong Bak, I'm like, where are we going with this? <laughs> that is not incorrect. Yes, in the Ong Bak uh, movie sequels that are basically actually prequels, uh, Tony Jaa's character has a sort of uh, spiritual equivalent who is like an evil... Maybe a crow or maybe a raven type character. It's hard to really discern. I mean, but I guess it doesn't really matter in this world because you can recite the raven even if you're a crow. And it's supposed to make sense. Yes, Tony Jaa does not recite the raven. I would also watch that movie. If he did, I don't know if that might be better. Or if Gary Busey was coaching Tony Jaa in martial arts. And he used those child. martial arts skills to play baseball? To win the World Series. <laughs> yes, these are all better movies. So then that character shows up in... Uh, what's that movie... With uh, Stephen Chow. Isn't there a baseball movie? No, you're thinking of uh, a mean, soccer movie. Yeah, there's Shaolin Soccer, but I feel like there was like a... Stephen a, Chow baseball movie? Yeah, like a, it's called like Battlefield Baseball or something like that. Oh, a similar know. type movie. Maybe, I don't know. Did you sure it has Stephen Chow in it? Yeah. Maybe. Stephen Chow is great. What if Stephen Chow played the crow? Also a better movie. I think I'd be very interested in listening to The Raven in Thai. Yeah. All these things are better than the actual watching <laughs> the, the actual crow. movie Crow. Okay, so Lauren, if you were going to watch a Crow movie, you could only watch one. Would you watch the original Crow, the sequel, Crow City of Angels, or the Crow Wicked Prayer starring Edward Furlong as the Crow? Also co-starring Tara Reid. Uh, probably the third one because Tara Reid, I mean... Are you a big Tara Reid fan? I, you know, I appreciate her and... What do you... This is getting good. What do you appreciate about her? <laughs> I just think the the way that she has made her body work for Hollywood is very interesting to me. Like, the plastic surgery, the pinky toe that's attached to another toe so what? she can fit into heels. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> Wait, hold real. on a second. Yeah. I need to know more about this because this is the scariest <laughs> thing I've ever heard on any Halloween. Yeah. She has a pinky, she has a pinky toe. Her pinky toe is surgically attached to another toe. Like it's on top of the toe? Yeah, so it... it it's on lays on top of her. Like, Why wouldn't ring you toe? just get the toe removed entirely? Because wouldn't... you need your pinky toe. So that will dis. I mean, that wouldn't that just look terrifying? Like a toe growing out of another toe. I mean, it's just laying on top so that she can wear you know tighter heels. Oh, it's not like they cut it off and no. place it on yeah, top. It's they just, just like it's just moved. They and the, sewed it. The skin's grafted. That's horrible. Yeah. That that is actually the... sacrifices have to be made to uh, make it in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah but to make it to make it in. I mean, I could see... I would argue that she's now a superior organism. Maybe. But, I mean, like, to make it in Hollywood, I mean, she's only been in, like, the Josie and the Pussycat movies and all the American Pie movies. She's know? also yeah. been in all of the Sharknado films. That's which true. Which is a smash box office That's hit true. globally. Mm-hmm. And historically will likely be remembered more than, uh, I mean, you name them all, Sharknado's going to be remembered above all else. Probably. Jaws? Never heard of it. <laughs> Wait, do you th- was it for Sharknado that she got the toe surgery? No, this is way before. Probably oh. American Pie days. In anticipation of it. Mm-hmm. How does it help her in movies? She can run in heels. Yeah. Oh. Which it looked is just a dope look. Yeah. It's, she would have been great fresh, in Scream. It's, it's elegant. It's was she, classy. Was she in a Scream movie or a Scream-like movie? She was, in, she was the sassy radio host in that one movie. Uh, is it uh, Urban Legend? 
I believe so. Urban legend? Okay. She's a host of a radio show. That's the least believable thing. <laughs> She's got charisma. She can talk. She's got that, like, telephone She can use her feet voice. to operate the soundboard. <laughs> right. Oh, she just always sounds drunk. Anyways, you did forget, um, not to backtrack too much, but the uh, actual Crow series is the original Too Crow, bad. That's time. City of Angels, Stairway to Heaven, Salvation, and then Rick, Wicked Prayer. I didn't say they were, in, were all in order. There's three sequels to The Crow. Yeah, I was just picking... I picked three. I didn't pick all of them. I said out of these three. Well, you forgot uh, my no. favorite, which is Stairway to Heaven, starring Mark Dacascos. I didn't forget it. I purposely omitted it to talk about those three. Oh, can we talk about Mark Dacascos no, we, for a while? He's in some great movies. We're out of time, sir. <laughs> all right. Stay tuned in the next episode of The Trash Heap for our tribute to Mark Dacascos. <laughs> That will probably actually happen. So Okay, Elliot, we're ready. It's time for a third and final movie on this week's mega special episode, Trashoween. We're going to talk about a TV movie from 1985 called The Midnight Hour. And go. The Midnight Hour, just like you said, is a uh, was an ABC special that aired on uh, Friday, November 1st, 1985. Which is kind of interesting, because that's the day after Halloween. That is interesting. You know what else is interesting? Hmm. It's time for us to check in with Elliot and find out how many days it's been since he's seen Alien Covenant. Elliot? Elliot? Alien? What? Elliot? Oh, we'll run with that. I like that. It has been 156 days since I have not seen Alien Covenant. Wow. Tune in next time to find out if Elliot has finally watched Alien Covenant. Spoiler alert, he probably hasn't. So this is kind of a really fun, interesting little movie uh, from TV. Yeah, it, the plot centers around a group of high school kids who, to the shock of no one, accidentally raise the it's dead. It's just the very generic uh, uh, accidental raising of the dead. You know, classic. Yeah, and I think this is the source of that classic you idea. You think it's the source? I think it is. Because no one has quite ever unleashed hell on this scale. It's always been localized to a cabin or um, a house. Like or... the, the like the digi- what about the? Uh... Well, I think it it kind of falls into the accidentally raising the dead and accidentally summoning demons. I think those are kind of the yeah. same. Well, they use a spell book that basically overruns the entire town yeah. with zombies, witches, werewolves, everything you could imagine. But that but that concept goes back far beyond this. I mean, like there's that movie Equinox was probably one of the first movies to do that. Uh, at least off the top of my head. Then Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead, again, it's like it, a very it's small scale. Isolated, but yes, that concept of accidentally raising the dead itself, you know, I mean, I think that kind of plays in there just yeah. in, ge- in general. Um, this is one of those, okay, this movie came out after the Thriller video came out. Yes. And it's very obvious that they're trying to be like, yo, let's cash in on this. This is popular. It's great, though. It's really that, good. that visual style, those zombies as crafted by Rick Baker are probably the coolest looking zombies you'll see Agreed. in a movie. Well, I also think, uh, I think um, out of things that are just kind of like blind, like shameless grabs at cash, at cash, like this is something the kids like right now, let's do this. You know, this is probably the best example of that in terms of quality. Agreed. I mean, you can't beat this cast. Sherry Belafonte, mm-hmm. LeVar Burton mm-hmm. of Reading Rainbow and Star Trek The Next Generation. Peter DeLuise of 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And then Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Who's that? 
Uh, sounds familiar. I'm the not... cousin of Michelle Pfeiffer. Sure, why not? Yeah. Why What's not? his face? That guy from the, the uh, Kevin McCarthy from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. Yeah, he's in it. He's fantastic. Plays a judge. Yes, the judge. The judge. Um, there's a dance scene like that's very much a ripoff of the Thriller video, but this great song called "Get Dead." Yeah, you can check out the music video um, anywhere you watch music videos. You actually can watch this entire movie for free on YouTube, which I highly recommend doing. It's uh, not currently available on VHS or DVD, um, but it's a lot of fun, and it's it's kind of a perfect Halloween movie. Yeah, it's you know? arguably the the most perfect Halloween movie of all time. It takes place on Halloween, which yes. is, it has Halloween costume contests. It has a variety of it's there's witches and zombies yeah and monsters. vampires it's wholesome and werewolves. it's wholesome but also doesn't like uh yeah it was a TV movie so yeah. it was created for basically all ages like kids can watch this adults can watch this it's wholesome but it's like a lot of the times like those like those like all ages like fun for the whole family movies are not fun for anybody you know and this one actually is you know it's 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 wholesome but it's not uh saccharine sweet you know. Contrary to what we're saying, I just found this incredible quote. Um, Gary Militzer of DVD Verdict called it a mediocre made-for-TV horror comedy, and he could not be more wrong. And then um, some goon, Peter Dendel, in the zombie movie Encyclopedia, said even zombie movie completists will have a hard time stomaching this lame made-for-TV drivel. That's such fucking bullshit. There are so many... like painfully hard to watch zombie movies yeah most of the uh the ones that are referred to as quote-unquote classics mm-hmm. are uh, a slog to get through mm-hmm. so to all you zombie movie horror movie halloween movie academics out there you can go straight to hell and then i'll summon you back with my demonology book like the crow. exactly like the crow. just like the crow and then i'll send you back again because the midnight hour is one of the best movies you will ever watch I would like to see it. You know how they put on Grease Live and Hairspray Live? I would be very interested to see the Midnight Hour done live. That's an, actually a really neat idea. That would be a good idea. a lot of this movie is filmed like uh, it's on a stage or a TV yeah, set with like lots of kind of cranes like coming down slowly. Like it definitely has that vibe. And with the dance number and the sort of ensemble shots and the tv style set pieces like mm-hmm. that could be a real hoot i agree uh do you abc let's bring it back let's reboot this thing put some money behind it so lauren have you this is another one you have not seen i have only seen the dance number and okay the song, yeah do you have a favorite made for tv halloween movie or uh, horror movie besides uh the muppets no Oh, well, but, well, let's talk about that. Did they make a horror movie? I, I don't believe so. I think I'm referencing uh, so your, A Christmas Carol. So your favorite made-for-TV horror movie is, a Christmas, is a Christmas movie that was released theatrically that starred the Muppets. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. You didn't, well, you didn't ever watch the... Actually, the, Are You Afraid of the Dark was kind of a big hit for me. Well, that was a TV series, yeah. not a TV movie. Not a TV movie. You didn't watch, no. like, Double Double, Toil and Trouble with the Olsen twins, or... Uh... No, I was too busy swimming and trying to be an Olympian swimmer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was, there a, was there, like, a horrific angle to that? No. Like, there was a ghost chasing you in the pool? <laughs> no, but I do have a reoccurring dream. 
that's scary? A little bit, yeah. It's where I'm swimming and the pool just kind of keeps that's terrifying. shrinking on me. Has it ever... Michael Phelps is standing on the side of the pool <laughs> yeah. dressed like a Grim Reaper just cackling. Right. Has it ever... Did they would it ever squish you? I always you? wake up before it squishes it's me. me? Oh. But it's always a reoccurring You still nightmare. have this dream? Still to this day. You think tonight will be the night you get squished? Maybe. All right. Uh, what if... What if... When it squishes you and finally squishes you in the dream, it squishes you in real life too. Yeah, like what if your, I'm dead? What like if your that's... bed just folds over and oh, crushes you. That would be pretty sweet. If we, Keith, if we find out tomorrow that uh, Lauren was tragically crushed to death, we're gonna know why. Yeah. It'll be like a death spa type scenario. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the blob was made for. TV movie. Definitely no, that not. That was a theatrical movie. A fine film by Mr. Chuck Russell. That's mm-hmm. another one. You really like that one? Yeah, I had to sleep with a flashlight on my ceiling for a really long time. Like shining the flashlight on your ceiling or mm-hmm. hanging it from the ceiling? Shining it up on the ceiling. You gotta make sure the blob's not up there. What if the blob came from under the bed? Then The blob would never do that. Why, are, you, are you kidding me? It seeps out through the heater vents, goes under the bed, comes up around the bed, it's blob arms coming up... And encompassing who's ever sleeping inside. No, I don't think the blob would want to eat any like ex- extraneous uh, sort of dead matter. I just remember sneaking into the living room where my parents were watching it, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where it's falling from the ceiling. Sucking yeah, the, and the movie theater. Yeah, Man, we should have just talked about the blob. Yeah, the blob is a great movie. Great. Not really a Halloween movie per se, but it's ho- I mean, it's a horror movie. Entirely yeah, watchable. Yeah, it's, it's not a Halloweeny vibe, right? It's set in a weird time in between, because it's in a, a town that's sort of known for its uh, skiing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's there's an unseasonably hot, uh, like fall slash winter that's keeping, uh essentially all the tourists out of the town and economically the town is about to go under because of that yeah and then once they spoiler alert once they kill the blob uh after uh icing it up and then exploding it uh it starts snowing and then they go ski the blob yeah we and gotta... they change the name of the town and the resort to mount blob do they no no that would be pretty tight though do you think the blob would make a good character in the midnight hour no no you don't think of uh, like a flubber dancing blob? Oh yes, that for sure. I thought you meant like as a main character, like no, a main, like not a main, main character, like but a antagonist. Character. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, as 100. the main character, like that, or like I a, think the Peter DeLuise actually is just the blob wearing a Letterman's jacket. If there was, a, if that was, oh my god, if there was a, a human sized blob in a Letterman jacket dancing, that would have been a fantastic addition to the midnight uh, hour. Or if they just kind of like while we're like walking through somewhere. And you just kind of see the blob in the background, mm-hmm. suck someone down, and it's never referenced again. That would also well, be that's great. one of the great things about the midnight hour is there's tons of layers like that where you do see there's sort of all kinds of chaos with all of the different types of monsters. Mm-hmm. So you you move through the graveyard. There's zombies grabbing people. nine seconds. Um, there's vampires trying to suck people's blood. There's a werewolf climbing a tree. Uh, it's all types of. It's like a big haunted house movie. Time. Monster. I love the midnight hour more than life itself. We finally got into the meet of midnight hour, and it was over. It was time to stop. It felt great. It feel I'm good. satisfied. I feel good too. I I I really uh, enjoyed the little segues actually. Yeah, it's a great monster mashup. If only we could chop the the show down to just five minutes. Then you would be on YouTube. Spending one minute, <laughs> and if we were on one YouTube, minute per movie, then we would be in mm-hmm. Medea Boo Three. Exactly. Oh yeah. Well, all right, let's do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're going to get cast. In all the right. Idea. 
Well, that's our Halloween uh, special this year. Uh, we hope you guys have a great Halloween evening. I have to work on Halloween. I'm not looking forward to that. There's nothing spookier than having to go to work. Yeah. Uh, watch some horror movies. Eat some candy. Lauren, thanks for being here today. Yeah, thank you. Your insights into Muppet Christmas Carol and <laughs> Medea in general were invaluable. Couldn't have done the show without it. Nope. All right, until next time, guys. That's it. We're done. The dumpster is closed. Happy Trashoween!